sorry it's been a while since I've done a last uh done the last podcast and I just have a serious amount of anxiety talking to myself or just at the prospects of talking to myself for 40 minutes even though I know I'd be able to do it because I talk to myself all the time but it's more the fact that I have to do an intro that's really the only reason why I don't like doing podcasts on my own is like I have to think of an intro at the start that it's not awkward so instead I'm just going to read a poem that I wrote today this might might make people even more allergic to the podcast I don't know I just thought it was nice I just thought it was a nice idea. Anyway, um, here it is. Actually, this is much worse than just thinking of an intro. I don't know why I'm doing this, uh, but anyway. With the hell of... Oh, fuck off. Sorry, starting again. With hell on the tip of your tongue, drink me drunk like you do with coke and rum. Rinse me dry, tell me a lie. Ignore me, adore me. Drown... Fuck! Okay, one more time. <laughs> with hell on the tip of your tongue, drink me drunk like you do with coke and rum. Rinse me dry, tell me a lie. Ignore me, adore me. Drown me in your imperious poison. Ascend to me so I'm ample. If not, torture me until I am. <laughs> Fuck. I don't even know if that makes sense. But basically I wrote it about always wanting people to give me attention with regardless of how they're treating me so even if my romantic interest is like being mean to me or being nice to me I just want uh I just want them to give me attention so I feel sufficient and fulfilled basically that's what it's about uh not that I needed to explain that but yeah there we go light-hearted way to start the podcast oh fuck I really should start um being a vocal what you call that Vo- voice actor for audiobooks because I'm obviously brilliant at it I'm doing fantastic anyway so I wanted to start off by talking about a little bit of the whole pressures of 2021 and trying to find yourself and stuff because I was kind of anticipating obviously I'm going through a brief period of solitude here in London I literally have not left my room in a few days well I'm going for walks and stuff but I haven't really been having any social interactions as much as I usually do because I grew up in a big family well I grew up in a big family if I go home I'm like there with all my siblings I talk to my parents a lot I'm always talking to someone basically so now having this kind of moment in my life where I know I won't be able to tap into this in the future it's such a unique kind of situation or circumstance to be in because you know the sorry uh you know the vaccine's coming in I'm sure that after this lockdown is finished well pray to god that we won't be doing this sort of thing again so I'm trying to take the reins here and I thought to myself do you know what I'm ready for a spiritual awakening I'm anticipating some sort of findings and self-discovery but now that I'm actually in I'm in it I'm in that situation I'm in said circumstance I could not give a rat anymore I am fucking sick of it I'm sick of trying to heal myself I'm sick of self-contemplation self-discovery thinking about oh trying to be the best trying to be my best person like I'm done I'm finished yeah I want to read I'm reading and I I do this thing to myself where I'm just perpetuating the the planning of this type of person that I want to be instead of actually just fucking doing it uh so yeah I've just stopped going on my phone I go on my phone if I feel like it if I wake up in the morning and I think oh do you know what I'm actually not arsed to do anything today then I won't and I won't feel bad about it either it's such 
a weird time to force yourself to be to be productive that you just end up doing nothing if you're feeling shit about yourself and with that mindset I woke up this morning and this is also not to influence any any other person or in any other way I woke up this morning and I actually exercised because I was like I'm only doing this for myself and not to like fit some sort of regimented schedule that has been put out on the internet for me to follow so that I can feel like nor- like a normal person like everyone else and I'm you know, doing all my new year's resolutions like I'm trying my best I've quit smoking I'm not drinking and I'm still like there's so much more I have to do I have to be my best self or I'm gonna be fucked no one's ever gonna love me right and there's this quote now this is actually a funny story that goes with this quote so I read this book uh, called Mask Off by J.J. Bola one of my favourite books ever but anyway he talks about this Oscar Wilde's quote in it and it uh, it is if I remember correctly it is everything in the world is about sex except for sex sex is about power so it's basically like you condition yourself and curate yourself in a way so that you're sexually attractive to the person that you want to um, seduce basically and then once you get that sex it's just like a power play sort of situation so I found that most of the things I do in my life or most of the things I've done in the past have been in some sort of way even if it's intrinsic or like subconscious or if I'm aware of it I have been curating myself in a way that is socially acceptable but also sexually attractive or makes myself gives myself redeemable qualities so I'm attractive to the people that I want to seduce so that is like the types of books that I read the way that I have my hair the way I talk the way I the way my sense of humor is uh my interests that sort of thing whether I like it or not that's kind of what I've been doing for my whole life and once you like kind of let go that I of that idea because spending time on my own has actually made me realize how much I like my own company without having to force myself to do anything because no one's really around to notice when I'm being lazy or not productive and the reason the quote stuck with me so much is that I'd replay it in my head if I ever felt like that I was trying to impress a man or succumb to the male gaze not so much at women because you don't really have to I feel like there isn't as much pressure to be perfect or lovable with women because we just understand each other more that could just be my own opinion though I don't know if other people feel that way if you're a bi queen or bi con whatever you want to call yourself so uh yeah uh it stuck with me so much because after I read this book I went uh, I went to a party that night and when I got really drunk I just like kept saying it to this guy that I wanted to have sex with I just like kept saying it over and over again and then we went on a date the next day and uh, I obviously forgotten that I'd said the quote loads of times out uh, out loud because I thought I was saying it in my head Uh, and then I told him about the because the book was like in my room and I told him about the quote and he was like yeah you kept saying it last night and I was like oh god sorry about that um so yeah so it's a good thing to play in your head if you ever feel like you're doing that because I just feel shit about myself after and then if they don't if they end up don't liking you you're like fuck they didn't even like me for the type of person that I pretended to be, if that makes sense, or not really, I wasn't pretending to be someone else, but uh, else, I wasn't pretending to be someone else, but I was kind of embellishing my personality or exaggerating stuff a bit, if that makes sense, or just like picking stuff that I wanted to tell them or picking out pieces of my personality that I wanted to accentuate and make sure that they knew about it. Um, So I have been trying to, over the last while, because I am the queen of just 
being in talking stages with people getting to know people and then for it not to go anywhere now I'm not saying this like oh no one likes me meh, meh, meh. that is it's completely my own fault I know what I, I actually know in my head what I'm doing um and it probably all links back to that uh no cap of just like still obsessed with my ex-boyfriend I'm like oh no one will ever live up to him so I'm just gonna entertain myself until uh I find someone exactly like him uh, so I'm just going to, you know, use fillers here, which is a horrible way to use people, obviously. Um, I'm just going to entertain myself until I find someone who's like this connection, which is a totally unhealthy way to live my life. So I've decided to take a vow of celibacy. I don't know if I've said this on a YouTube video or in previous podcasts. I think I did after my bad uh, dating experience with the whole heroin thing. Uh, yeah, I've decided to take a vow of celibacy. It has been difficult uh, because I just, for some reason, just crave validation I crave attention I crave validation and I feel like I place a lot of worth and a lot of my value on if someone else finds me sexually attractive or lovable now obviously that stems from some some sort of childhood trauma that I haven't tapped into yet I'm doing my shadow work girls okay I am not fully healed I said that at the start of the podcast I'm sick of it I'm done so I'm just accepting that that's the way I am but you know the first step of getting over an addiction is admitting you have a problem so yeah at least I'm aware of it I'm talking about it on the internet now and another trait that I wanted to I wanted other people to perceive me as or yeah a trait that I wanted to perceive other people to perceive in myself was to be this like mysterious convoluted enigma right and that's the kind of uh it's a common narrative within rom-coms the manic pixie dream girl like she's so troubled and she doesn't talk about who she actually is you'll never actually know her fully because uh she has a big wall up right and i think that's a slightly sexist trope obviously women are multi-dimensional people and as the years go on people everyone in society is starting to realize that and whether some guys like it or not it's just the way it is and it, it's it's becoming more accepting but we're not obviously as a society we, we haven't reached perfection with accepting women yet and there's a lot of internalized misogyny that I even withhold in myself and I'm trying to be more aware of it but anyway yeah I was trying to follow this narrative and kind of take on uh, sort of mannerisms and the way I told stories to kind of make myself out to be mysterious even though I am just a total contradiction. It's a it's a total contradiction because I I'm talking about all of my thoughts here on a podcast. Uh, I make YouTube videos literally talking about when I have crushes on people. I have talked about every kind of experience, um, ever that's happened to me on the internet because I'm just I just constantly again I crave attention and I just want to entertain people, and I know it's I'm making a positive uh attribution to society because I'm entertaining people or people feel less alone and that sort of thing I'm aware of that but also for my own well-being I have to let go of this idea of trying to make other people perceive me as this mysterious enigma because again that's not someone liking me for who I am it's completely it's just so unhealthy and so toxic and I really need to let go of it and then I'm just going for the wrong people so I'm going for people that I think would like mysterious girls who are oh it's just the whole thing is fucked but yeah, so taking the vow of celibacy, number one, intensely horny, uh, really bad harden, a huge harden on myself. Uh, I obviously masturbating probably regularly, but at the same time, just like constantly craving some sort of affection, just you know, a simple human touch. That would that's all I a, a hug. That's really it. I don't have as much of a burning a burning yearning. Huh? 
a burning yearning for a relationship as what I did maybe a few months ago because I thought that after I went through my big breakup get over it Keelan oh my god build a bridge anyway after I went through that I felt like I lost as part of my identity because it was very much like you and me against the world uh, sort of mentality in that relationship so I had to build myself up back, back up again from the ground up and after I got over that, again, I did all my fucking healing over the two lockdowns that we'd been through. I am sick of it. Anyway, so I'm putting my energy into a lot of other things, like creative projects at the moment. Uh, but again, not forcing myself to do anything because the only person who I'm trying to impress here is myself. Um, so I found that with the veil of celibacy, even though I am a bit horny, I am actually being a lot more being true to yourself is making me work a lot harder at stuff that I want and I'm not necessarily working longer but I'm working smarter if that makes sense because again um I talk I think I talked about this before uh but anyway this is again it's bringing up another an- anecdote to go along with me trying to curate myself to succumb to the male gaze I got really interested in Karl Marx because I liked a guy that was a Marxist right so uh, yeah, I watched all these like documentaries on YouTube and how uh, Marxists basically don't want to vilify leisure time. So I found a way, for some reason, I'm really resourceful. Like I really pride myself on doing this. I'm really, really good at being able to work as little amount of hours as possible, but making the biggest income from it. Uh, I know if I did work a lot harder than I do now, I'd probably be able to make a lot more money. But at the moment, I just want to be comfortable enough that I can, you know, be lazy if I want to and kind of like watch movies all day. Uh, And I can like read books and do all my writing shit, right? So I've been doing this and I know I can work a lot harder if I wanted to. And I, if I worked any less, like I wouldn't be able to afford rent sort of thing. So I pride myself on being, a lo- um, being resourceful. But anyway, this is still positive positively affecting my life even though it was with the wrong intention because I never like obviously with this guy I liked I don't I don't even talk to him I don't even know if he knows I exist it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense I just wanted him to like me if he ever was to ever run into me or acknowledge me I don't know it's so fucked up I don't know why my brain works like that but I'm trying not to be like that. And I found that now that I, am, I found my own interest and I'm not really trying to impress anyone because I've decided in my own mind that I've taken a vow of celibacy. And straight away, I from I started thinking like this around Christmas time, like when I went home. And since I've started trying to think like this without trying to impress anyone, like only trying to impress myself, it's more kind of, I was trying to put energy into thinking well, if I was to date myself, who do I want? Because I wasn't, I wasn't catching feelings for people due to some sort of aspect of their personality or kind of values they had. I was just liking them for no reason. There was no explanation as to why I was liking these people. They were all polar opposites. But for some reason, I wanted to impress them. So then I would change myself or try more for myself to impress that person. So to put my energy back into myself, I thought, okay, what if I wanted to date myself? What do I actually want in a person? Um, and what if that person was me? So I found it way easier. I'm basically t- turning myself asexual. But anyway, I found myself way easier to do stuff like pick my outfits in the morning, the way I want to do my hair. I know it sounds so I, like I'm over dramatizing this, 
but I jeez I've actually been spending a lot way too much time on my own but anyway just life decisions are way easier now and obviously not to be that person either to be like I am a total Libra I am a fucking Libra but I uh, I do find stuff in my life I've, I find it really hard to make decisions. I am the most indecisive and confused person you'll ever meet in your life. But anyway, I found it to make it, I found it much easier to make decisions in my life. Like even where I want to eat, who I want to hang out with, what kind of values I want to go for, like what kind of house I want in the future, what kind of career I want for myself and that sort of thing because I'm not trying to make myself out to be this perfect per- person for someone else, which changes day literally day to day if I'm trying to impress a different person because I'm not in a relationship with anyone it literally changes constantly like it goes in a constant like three month cycle where I'm trying to impress a different type of person oh my god I'm so (laughs) fucked like this is why I don't need to pay for therapy anymore because all I need to do is talk to myself for an hour and then I figure out all these things so anyway since I've come to this realization I have found out what I actually like and like because I have bought I do this thing where I bulk buy loads of books and then pick out which ones I want to read now some sometimes I don't finish them sometimes I realize I don't like them but a lot of the times it's like you can see from each batch of like bulk uh books that I've bought what kind of phase I was going through or I can remember like which which person I was trying to impress at the time but anyway (laughs) so I've started now like going through my books and started reading ones that I actually just want to read for myself it wasn't recommended by anyone and I don't feel this like real urgency to tell the person that I'm talking to what I'm reading or even talk about the fact that I like to read because I thought that for ages I thought maybe I only like reading because I want to impress people rather than actually focusing on just gaining more knowledge for myself or even just enjoying the book you know that sort of thing so since I've started reading this book on basically this guy Michael Foley wrote a book on the age of absurdity why it's so hard to be happy um and he talks about the unattainable or even the elusive pursuit of happiness and it's really interesting because I am interested in kind of self-help sort of buzz uh I wouldn't really read a self-help help book necessarily but just this one was like screaming at me like you need to read this because obviously I'm a fucking gen z slash millennial who you know my career is on the internet so I'm like the paradigm of a person of our generation who would be unhappy because they spend too much time on social media anyway so he talks a lot about that and he talks a lot about philosophers and writers which I really enjoy about a writer and I really value when the writer has a good sense of humor I cannot read a non-fiction book if the the writer or um or the author doesn't have a good sense of humor it I just find it insufferable to read for some reason uh but anyway the guy is really funny so since I've started reading that I've kind of started uh, thinking about what makes me happy and obviously happy he talks about how ha- happiness is such a like cringy word to use and how the English language isn't actually equipped to explain happiness in a articulate way even uh, compared to like the opposite of happiness which is depression which has like different types of depression you're able to visualize what it's like and it's not as subjective to each person it's kind of just like standard you know depression is like feeling really really low but happiness varies between each person and kind of like uh, is affected by different ways or brought on by different things depending on the person so for me like I have then been thinking about stuff that makes me happy and because I'm obviously it's it's so important to kind of tap into your mental health and look after your mental health 
during a time like this when you can't have any social interactions because I strive a lot uh, off of you know conversations with friends and just spending time with people alone even in silence and just feeling other people's presence um I know that brings me a lot of happiness and I've talked about this a lot where again I'm figuring out what kind of goals I want making decisions about what I want in the future to try work towards that and my number one goal is to like live in a big house with loads of people I really don't I'm not the type of person to live on my own or ever live without people I always want to have a big family I don't know whether I want to have kids yet or not but I definitely want to be living with a lot of people so where either that's like in a commune with my friends and family or whatever so and I think probably some people listening to this will be like oh my god you absolute nut job like what are you talking you that will never happen but I believe in myself I could definitely do it I know I could achieve anything so uh, yeah, so I've been trying to think about what makes me happy, even though I know I can't have any social interactions at the moment and I can't be with my family because obviously they're in Dublin. Um, and I know a lot of people are thinking like, why didn't you just fucking stay in Ireland then? Uh, it was more like a point to prove to myself that I could do, that I, I was giving myself a challenge basically that I could do this. I've just gotten signed to an agency in London and uh, there's loads of other stuff that I'm working towards when lockdown's over. So I just thought I'd give myself a challenge and actually live in London in the place that I'm paying rent in for a while to see what happens uh, and see if I make any, you know, any progress in like my career or whatever. And then eventually I probably will move back to Ireland in the big house situation. But I just wanted to try live somewhere else on my own and kind of fucking, you know, be an actual adult. Because uh, I feel like a lot of my life has just got, I've just kind of, um, everything's been too easy or something I don't know even though it's subject it's subjective I know uh other people might be like but like loads of weird shit has happened to you but for me I feel like it's been kind of easy or maybe that's just the way I handle it I don't know uh but anyway I've been trying to think about the stuff that makes me happy and I know uh it's kind of it's much more apparent I know if you watch the uh, poetry videos I make on my Instagram it's much more apparent uh about obviously human interaction is what brings me ha joy uh contentment and that peace and that sort of thing because most of those it's a, like a total encapsulation of my emotions and feelings and all of the visuals in them are of people in my life that I love so I know that's the kind of thing that does bring me uh to my higher self or whatever you want to call it or happiness so I'm gonna have to use happiness because there's no really real other word that I can use um so giving myself a challenge and trying to find stuff that brings me happiness that isn't social interaction is actually really really hard and to be honest I I've talked about this before as well but I see myself as two people so basically my soul and my mind talking to each other all the time and I know that I can force myself to do all of these things like painting is one that brings me real peace like having I know I'm off the drink at the moment but like having a glass of wine and listening to a podcast while painting is like that makes me so happy going for walks is another thing that makes me really happy I actually went for a night walk last night I know a bit ballsy around London East London uh bit sketch I don't know if that's actually I don't know but maybe that's just like ideas that I've been that have been put into my head and it's not actually that scary but I went for a walk last night around 10 p.m because I like I don't want to be you know breathe breathing in people's spaces I thought that's when most people would be inside their houses and not out walking so um yeah I went for a night w uh, walk last night and I was listening to an audible audiobook and then I was like fucking I'm bored of this I want to listen to music and uh I don't know if other people have this either I have obviously like songs that make me sad blah 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 but then I have good luck songs like songs that I think that bring me good luck 
Uh, Gojina by SZA was one for a while. Uh, I always would play this like before I went to nights out and for some reason I would always pull. It was just my number one go-to good luck song. Anyway, so at the moment my happiness song is Good Days by SZA. She's, she must be a witch, like she has some sort of magical powers. So yeah, I was on this walk listening to my happy songs uh, and then most of my songs are just inherently depressing. I don't know why, I'm just gravitated towards that kind of music. If you've listened to any of my playlists on Spotify, uh, you don't, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so I was walking around Lon- East London and I was just thinking to myself, I'm so proud of myself for moving to London. It's what I've always wanted to do. Obviously, it's not like the perfect situation since we are in a third lockdown and um yeah there's just and the thing that the, the the job that I moved over for like can't start until lockdown's over I have made all the friends that I wanted to make uh so I was really happy and I'm like I you can read my feelings in my face I tend to express myself a lot in my face if I'm disgusted in something I cannot hide it I really am expressive with my facial features so I could feel myself smiling and it's such a it's such a place as well if you walk around London and you smile at someone you'll get a dirty look everyone will be confused it's not like when you walk around Dublin and you smile at someone like it'll make their day like people are just scared and confused if you smile at someone in London anyway I should have been wearing my mask but I didn't know that people would be out at such a late hour anyway there was like some old man walking by me and I was like smiling to myself and he was like real confused anyway um that's besides the point so I was walking around real happy with a smile on my face and then I just it just hit me all at once. Uh, I got really sad and I just started crying out of nowhere. And walking would be one of those things where, you know, it's what you're told in school. It's like a, a cliche thing to do if you're feeling down. Go out and exercise, go get some fresh air, go for a walk. Uh, so I was thinking, oh, sham alive. There's actually no solution to the lo- like the crippling loneliness I feel I feel totally isolated uh no matter how much I try connect with people online uh video chat my family and that sort of thing there is nothing that'll make me feel or have a satiated counteractive uh effect on how I'm feeling right now or the loneliness that I'm feeling um and I have a lot of other like self de- self destructive tendencies now that I'm not smoking as well. I'm like addicted to shopping, but I've I've seen I've read that um what is this? I watched some sort of TED TED talk anyway. How uh shopping addictions are a derivative from loneliness, and I have been doing a lot of uh, online shopping, which obviously I fe- then feel a lot of uh inevitably just feel a lot of shame and guilt around because I just you know I hate being a consumer and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's just perpetually getting worse uh, and kind of in a cycle. But again, then I'm trying not to be hard on myself and I start the day fresh. So every morning I wake up again and I think, I tell myself, you know what, today, if I feel shit, that's fine. But if I try hard enough, it won't be as shit. And as long as I'm aware of my feelings, all I have control over is how I react to those feelings. So I had my cry anyway, walking home. And once I got inside, I watched a movie I texted a few people, I FaceTimed a friend, phoned a friend, uh, phoned a friend. I sent a few voice notes to Josh St. Ledger. He is an absolute saint. I don't know how he does it, but he just makes me laugh no, no matter what the circumstance. And I, then it ended up that I didn't, I think it's such a detrimental thing to conclude at the end of your day, whether you had a good or a bad day. 
like you have good moments and you have your bad moments but I think every day that I'm alive and kind of existing and making the most of it is going to inevitably be a good day but I don't have to decide that at the end of the day I just take the day as it comes and I feel grateful for even having the chance to live and proud of myself for just being able to function at a time like this and I think for a lot of summer um, I, I think it must have been the alcohol though as well uh, and I did go through a phase of being addicted to sleeping pills during the first lockdown so I tend to run to substances a lot uh, I'm not trying to diagnose myself with an addiction or anything uh, but I do have addictive se- tendencies and sort of like self-destructive tendencies when it comes to like uh, cope- coping mechanisms so now that I'm off the drinks off the smokes not on any substances it's given me a lot of time to think about things and how I react to things in my life and how I have just been using alcohol to kind of to disassociate from from the actual reality of the situation of that the world is in I just haven't been clued in I literally I literally had COVID and I'm just like nah not exist not doesn't exist not even real but now that I've had the time to actually think about it and recognize that it's an issue and that it's going on I've been able to be a lot kinder to myself and kind of go easy on myself as well because I was trying to function in a way that I would have last year in trying to be my perfect self and trying to be real productive and fucking comparing myself to other people's successes and trying to be well respected and all this sort of shit like so I've decided to be a lot easier on myself I'm not taking other people's opinions into consideration other than my own even like the people I trust because I know I let a lot of uh like like it's good to ask your friends and family for advice like sometimes I actually do genuinely need it especially Ashley Williams if you're listening to this I do need her advice a lot of the time which I never listen to especially in terms of like romantic relationships and interests I never take her advice even though she's always right typical Virgo anyway (laughs) so I've decided uh yeah anyway the conclusion of this podcast I don't know if that was a fucking if any of that even made sense but um, yeah, the conclusion of this podcast is just to be really to go easy on yourself. I really can't be arsed with like pushing myself really hard. You're your own worst critic as well. Uh, I've been having a fucking buzz here on my own, to be honest. Obviously, I have moments where I cry, but I think it's so much healthier to be able to feel your feels rather than be numb. Um, so yeah, and the reason I wanted to make this podcast as well, even though it is it is such a challenge for me to be able to talk to myself for I don't even know how long this podcast is going to be, probably around thirty five minutes or something. It you don't understand how much of a challenge it is to have a direct train of thought enough to be a coherent enough conversation for other people to listen to and usually when I produce things like videos and podcasts and shit I never put two and two together that other people will actually be listening to this it's because it's just numbers for me and and then I only realize when say my friends or a family member has like oh I listened to your podcast the other day I'm like holy shit I don't know if any of it made sense or if it's like actually contributing to society at all but I know for myself and the podcast that I want to listen to and that enjoy I enjoy listening to especially from being on my own so much is just like natural conversation and natural train of thought because it just like feels like you're receiving voice notes from someone and it makes you feel less alone so I hope that that um it's doing that for at least one person um, because like I said I love painting and listening to podcasts because it feels like I'm with something or with someone um, so yeah that's it for me go easy on yourself uh, try not to, succ- to succumb to the male gaze or try to change yourself for anyone that's basically all I had to say I hope that was entertaining and made sense hope everyone's having a good lockdown we're gonna make through this we're gonna get through this together can't wait to get the fucking vaccine <laughs>
I will snort that thing off a portable toilet. Uh, port- cute. What? Public toilet. Yeah, public toilet seat. I will snort that shit. Nay bother. So, hope everyone has a good day. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, any feedback is welcome on the pod- uh, on in, in the DMs. I'm not huge. Uh, sometimes message requests reach me. Sometimes I don't. Depending on the day that I'm in. I most likely will see them because I have nothing better to do uh, here in lockdown anyway. I have a lot, a lot of spare time. So, if you have anything to say on this, any thoughts, uh, they're all welcome. All opinions are welcome. No hate obviously but you know what I mean uh hope everyone's having a good day yeah I said that already anyway bye